guys, this is Elrod with Blast from the Past. Today I'm going to give you information on one of my all-time favorite bands, Steely Dan. Stay tuned. Hey guys, this is Elrod from Blast to the Past. Let's get started. Now Steely Dan is primarily the band members Walter Buck and Donald Fagan. They are the core members of Steely Dan. They created Steely Dan. The two met in college at Bard College in New York. Their personalities are very similar. They were both smart and lanky college kids with a bit of an arrogant attitude. They stayed locked in their dorm rooms and they'd wear black turtlenecks and had pasty pale white skin. And I think their little bit of an attitude kind of helped them feel better about themselves. You know how college kids are. They weren't too popular with the girls, but they were brilliant when it came to their music. They began playing in bands together. One of the groups they played with had a drummer with the name of Chevy Chase. Yes, that's our Chevy Chase from Saturday Night Live. He actually was a drummer in Steely Dan's band in the very beginning. Becker and Fagan truly enjoyed rock, but not the rock that we're used to. They enjoyed more of a jazz, R&B, soul music. And they had an ironic sense of humor and they had very cryptic lyrics to their songs. Before we go on, a correction. Chevy Chase didn't play in their band. They played in a band where Chevy Chase was one of the drummers. That's still kind of cool, right? As I was saying, they preferred jazz, traditional blues, R&B. They didn't really like the um, rock and roll bands too much. They created a sophisticated, distinctive sound, which is so unique. It had very complex harmonies. I mean, their style is ultimately cool. They have a group of us that absolutely love their style, and it's not rock and roll. They were very disciplined at practicing and devoted their time to the recruiting studio. They composed many songs together, and they even joined a band called Jay and the Americans under pseudonym names. Their agent, Gary Katz, suggested that they start recording their own songs, so they did and they came up with the name Steely Dan. Now that's an interesting name. I don't know how many of you know. They got the name Steely Dan from a book called Naked Lunch. And do you know what a Steely Dan is? Well, I feel kind of uncomfortable saying it, but this is how they came up with the name, so I'm just gonna say it. Well, it's actually a dildo. Yep, that's true. That's the name of their band and it came after a dildo. Anyway, moving on. So, Walter Bucker and Donald Fagan are the permanent ones in Steely Dan. Their band members came and went. They hired a variety of different musicians. In 1972, they released their album, Can't Buy a Thrill. It featured the songs, Do It Again and Reeling in the Years. Now, the voice we all recognize is Donald Fagan's voice. He's got a very unique voice, and I don't think anyone can replace that. 
anyway, let's listen to Do It Again. Now this album, Can't Buy a Thrill, was an instant success. If you listen to the lyrics, you'll notice that most of them are quite cryptical and dark. However, Do It Again isn't one of those songs. Do It Again is basically about self-destruction. Each verse describes a sinful or destructive behavior and basically a person can't kick it because they go back and they do it again. How many in the world? I mean, people are truly like this, isn't that true? So sad. Anyway, enjoy, do it again. And this is one of their lighter songs. cover of Can't Buy a Thrill? If you haven't, Google it. It's quite interesting. It's very sexual. Continuing on, now the next song, Reeling in the Years, 
It's a fantastic song. According to Walter Becker, the song is about recalling times with a girlfriend and a romantic breakup. And surprisingly, it's one of Steely Dan's least favorite songs. Donald Fagan said, the song was dumb but effective. Well, it certainly was effective. Let's listen to it now, reeling in the ears. Now, Dirty Work was on the Can't Buy a Thrill album, too. This song was sung by lead band member David Palmer. In the beginning, he sang most of the songs because Fagan was reluctant to sing. However, their agent, along with Becker, said they preferred Fagan's interpretations of the band's songs and persuaded Fagan to take over the vocals, and he did. Dirty Work was written by Fagan and Becker. The lyrics describe an affair between a man and a married woman. It's a song of self-loathing. The man recognizes that the woman is using him, but is too infatuated with her to end the affair. Now let's listen to Dirty Work. Somebody 
In 1976, they released the albums Pretzel Logic and Katie Lied. It included the group's most successful single, Ricky Don't Lose That Number. It went to number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Now, that song has interesting meaning. I read a biography on Steely Dan, and that song is about Donald Fagan's interest and obsession with his producer's wife, whose name was Nikki. At the time he wrote the song, Nikki was pregnant, but that didn't stop his infatuation. So let's listen to Ricky Don't Lose That Number.
Now, Becker and Fagan didn't like touring, and that caused a rift between them and their studio musicians. So some members of the band gradually left, except guitarist Danny Diaz, excuse me, Denny Diaz. He remained with the group until 1980. In 1975, they had a new lineup of band members. Of course, Diaz was still with the band. Becker and Fagan were very dissatisfied with their album, Katie Lied. They were so dissatisfied that they publicly apologized for it. On that album, there was a song, Dr. Wu, and that song is about an addict and so much more, but I won't elaborate on it because it's not one of my favorites. Moving on, through 1976 and 1978, they had another album, Royal Scam. And then their sixth album was Asia. And that was released in 1977. It reached the top five on the U.S. charge. Now, this is another very cool song. It was inspired by the continent. Fagan believes it's a very uh, sexual culture. Um, interesting fact, he had a friend whose older brother was married to a Korean woman. And he was very much taken with her and kind of had a crush on her. And her name was Asia. Fagan always thought the name was romantic in sort of a tranquility with a beautiful woman. So now let's listen to Asia. It's a fairly long song, so we'll listen to just a little bit of it. Okay, on this album, there were also three other huge hits. One was Peg, which Michael McDonald does the back vocals for. There was Josie and Deacon Blues. So let's move on. Here's Peg. I work out to this song. Dream come true. So 
Oh, it's your smile for a camera. And this song, Josie, was one of the hits on the album Asia. Now, Deacon Blues is my all-time favorite Steely Dan song. This song solidified Beckard Fagan's reputation as songwriters and studio perfectionists. Because of this album, they finally were willing to go on tour again. The song is about a bored suburbanite and his romantic fantasy of living as a jazz saxophonist. It hit number three on the Billboard chart 100, and it stayed at the top for seven weeks. Now enjoy Deacon Blues. Call me 
I love listening to this song while I'm in the sun, laying there, chilling. Maybe have um, a little something to drink. years ago and it was awesome but this was the only song he didn't play and it's my favorite After this album, they were asked to write the title track for the movie FM. This movie was a disaster, but the song was a hit. It earned them another Grammy Award. So let's listen to FM, another absolutely incredible song.
as long as it is right. No static, no static at all. So they started to work on their next album, Gotcho, but this was a rough production, so they delayed the release. Becker and Fagan suspended their partnership from 1978 to 1981. However, in between this time, Becker experienced major turmoil. His girlfriend overdosed and died. He was sued for $17 million, which he settled out of court, and he was struck by a taxi while crossing the street in downtown Manhattan. Oh my goodness, can you imagine? Also, a jazz composer sued them for copy infringement. Gotcha was finally released in November 1980 and was a huge success. I absolutely remember this song my senior year in high school. K-19 came out and I absolutely loved it and I still love it now. It reached number 10 in 1981. And then, after that, they disbanded, and that was June of 1981. So let's listen to K-19. After this song, Becker moved with his family to Maui, where he became an avocado rancher. He stopped drugs, which he did for most of his career, as most band members do. Fagan released a solo album, The Nightfly, which went platinum. Platinum, I'm sorry. Um, he and Becker did occasional production work for other artists, 
Then in 1986, they performed on an album, Zazu. They rekindled their friendship and did minor writing sessions together. Then from 1993 to 2000, they did a tour to support an album that was produced by Beckard and it was actually Fagan's solo album. It didn't do so well. They did more work together through 2003. In 2001, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which they so deserved. They continued to release albums here and there and did some opening acts for different popular bands. Then they finally did tours for themselves as Steely Dan. However, in 2007, they had their final show with Walter Becker. Becker became very ill and could not continue touring with the band. Then, sadly, on September 2017, Walter Becker passed away. Very sad. In a note released to the media, Donald Fagan remembered his longtime friend and bandmate, and he promised to keep the music they created together alive as long as he could. And as long as he would be in Steely Dan, he would play. After Becker's death, Fagan honored his commitments and performed an American tour in 2017. In 2018, he went on tour with the Doobie Brothers. And my friend Amy and I were at that concert at DTE. It was absolutely incredible. One of the best concerts ever. I believe Donald Fagan is coming this summer to DTE. For those of you that are interested and live in Michigan, it is so worth it. Well, I hope you enjoyed my info on Steely Dan, one of my all-time favorite bands. Elrod is signing off. Hey guys, it's Elrod with Blast from the Past. I have another one-hit wonder, and I'd like you to guess the name of the song and the name of the artist. Here we go. Okay, if you remember, let me know.